Hello and welcome. My name is Jesse Herman and I'm the channel for the non-physical entity group Vagrian, whose mission it is to share love and wisdom during humanity's transition to unity consciousness. The clips you'll be hearing in today's episode were channeled on January 15th, 2021, while in a trance state during a one-on-one session. You can book your own session with Vagrian by visiting www.jpherman.com. That's www.jp H-E-R-M-A-N.com. In today's episode, Vagrian answers many questions on various topics such as, will I meet dead relatives and loved ones when I die? Doubting one's perception of spirits or ghosts. What happens spiritually in the case of abortion or miscarriage? Allowing your true self to guide your life? Am I destined or cursed to be alone? How can I find faith in my talents? And how to find the right person to share your life with. Enjoy the episode and don't forget to follow so that you can always get new content from Vagrian. My first question is, um, when I make my transition, will I meet my beloved people? Are they waiting for me? And um, are my do my older ancestors reincarnate before I get there? There is no there, there is here. Here is there at this juncture. It is not easy for you to comprehend. On one level, the answer for you is yes, you will meet and recognize the energy of those that you have called your beloveds, you will rejoin with them and be able to share the love that you had with them during their incarnation. Once again, there will be a familiarity and a recognition in that sharing and the celebration beyond the sharing that you have experienced in your human form. Okay. What you are calling as ancestors, you will meet as well. However, It is only because you believe yourself to be in incarnation in this moment that you believe yourself not to be able to tap into that energy at this time. However, we assure you that transitioning or what you are referring to as transitioning is not required for you to have this reunion at this point in time while incarnate. Mm -hmm. You may at any point energetically step into the frequency of yourself that is already the being that you are when you are no longer tethered to your human form. Mm -hmm. If your desire is to have reunion with those who no longer have human form, you may step into this energy at any time. As they do not have human form, perhaps there will not be interaction in the way you are accustomed. But There can be interaction in a way far deeper, more meaningful, and intimate than what you are accustomed. Um, My brother recently passed away, and I feel like sometimes I really feel like he's here and I feel him, but I doubt myself, and I'm just wanting to reaffirm that that is him and that 
where is he? The issue is not whether or not he is with you. It is not that there may or may not be the possibility of you having interaction and connection. Connection is not a strong enough word with him. The issue is your doubt. You are not uncomfortable because he may no longer exist. In fact, you know he does. Mm -hmm. The discomfort mm -hmm. is stemming from the fact that you believe that you must doubt that knowing. This is where you are not in alignment with yourself and where communication with him becomes more difficult than it need be. How can I get rid of the doubt? Faith. You must... Choose your own knowing and that which you feel inside above the thoughts and beliefs that have been implanted into you throughout your lifetime about this subject, none of which have any credibility in reality. There is no more truth in the information that proposes that energy is finite and then there is truth that it is infinite. Mm -hmm. It is simply because there have been more people who are closed off to the potential of this energy than there are who are open up to it. And you have a culture and a civilization in which the majority wins. But this does not mean that he who wins is right. The only one who is ever correct is the one who believes in themselves. It does not matter if you are the only one who holds a belief. If you hold a belief, it is true. Don't forget to get your copy of Vagrian's book, Vagrian, Seeking Ends When Sharing Begins. It's available right now on all Amazon retailers, and we'll put the link in the show notes for you. Here's what one reviewer said. Simple yet powerful read. Great book for people seeking new perspectives and those on a spiritual journey. The book is well organized and easy to read. The messages include simple and advanced advice on so many areas of life. It really opened my eyes and allowed me to take a fresh look at the happenings in my life. When a, when a person has had an abortion here or a miscarriage, does that child cycle like off and return to that person or like, will I be judged or will I be able to meet that, that child or that baby, that embryo when I transition, will I be forgiven? Yes, you are already forgiven. There is no judgment in the universal nature of existence. All that has been, has been because it has been approved by existence, because had it not been all of the other good and what you consider bad would have not come from, would not have existed. There is no way to tap into the infinite timelines of what could have been you when you have a contract, a soul contract with another being have at all times connection with that being. That being is a volunteer in your existence as you are a volunteer in theirs. You serve a purpose for one another. Whether or not you have beliefs that this soul 
is attached to a innocent or incapable body and that you have terminated that existence, you cannot terminate existence and you cannot terminate a soul contract. The soul contract was indeed to terminate at that time that pregnancy. You ask if you will be reunited with this energy. The truth is you have never been separated from this energy. This energy is a part of you and you are a part of it. Mm -hmm. You can feel this within yourself. Yes. You know this to be the case. And this is why you have chosen to hold on to unnecessary guilt. It has not been required. And it is not what this being came into contract with you for as much as in part it was simply for you to understand that guilt is unnecessary like how do i get my true self to lead and have my personality self to kind of be the follower instead of the other way around despite what you believe this is already the case and it is your true self that has chosen your personality self with all of its perceived complications or imperfections in order to have the exact learning experience that it is currently having. So the perception that you as the human or personality have any impact at all on whether or not you can call through your highest self is simply a perception because your higher self is always called through you. You are your highest self. You have a personality which at times forgets this. Mm -hmm. The higher self cannot and does not forget it and is often sitting in amusement as it watches the personality perform all of its tricks and acrobatics to try to connect to something that has never been distant from. You cannot get closer to your highest version. You cannot get closer to your inner being. You can simply remember that you already are. Um, why, why is it that it seems like we come here and take on this physical body to remember who we are and we just keep forgetting and we, then we remember a little and then we forget like why did why didn't we just stay like home why did we choose to come do this a perfect analogy will be why it is you watch violent or disturbing programming on your televisions as opposed to simply enjoying the company or basking in the energy of those whom you love. Mm -hmm. You have chosen this. Your beings have chosen to incarnate in this version for the opportunity to grow and in no small part for the entertainment. <laughs> If you could come to understand that this is a form of entertainment, that your life 
is looked upon in its perfection as a self-directed symphony, then you would be able to take it a lot less seriously and enjoy it in the way that you intended to. But you forget, you get absorbed, you think that it is far more important than it is, and you miss out on half of the fun. It is difficult to be in your physical vessels because you are so often distracted by discomfort. Before you were incarnate, there was no discomfort. Mm -hmm. And the impact of having a physical vessel is shocking. And yet many of you, in fact, all of you, choose to have every version of it. So our mm. suggestion would be to enjoy the show. It is short by your terms, and this you know. Mm -hmm. How, while you are here, if you decide that you would like to enjoy it with others in service to them, then perhaps that would be even more fun. Uh, am I... I haven't had a partner in my life. Am I destined to be alone in this lifetime and not have a loving partner? Did I make a contract before I came here? Like, should I stop looking, waiting, or hoping for someone, you know, a significant partner, loving partner to come into this lifetime for me, with me? There are several questions in your question. The first, was, are you destined to be without a partner? The answer is no. You are at all times able to choose your experience based upon your frequency. Another part of your question was, should you stop waiting, hoping, looking for this significant other? The answer is yes, because it is in that waiting, hoping, looking for this significant other that you are energetically delaying their arrival and placing importance upon another being as if they were important when they are not. You are, at this point, in perfect alignment with all the beings that are in your experience. You are right on schedule with all of your contracts, with all of your learnings. Mm -hmm. If you would like to velocitize the arrival of someone with whom you can share love in an intimate fashion, traditionally known as for you, a partnership, then we suggest dropping the subject entirely because it is not serving you to give importance to that kind of relationship. And with the energy you have been giving importance to that kind of relationship and focusing on how it is not coming, it is not coming, it is not coming, you could use that energy surplus in the raising your vibration so that the perfect partner or the next with whom you have a soul contract of that nature would arrive in your experience. And how do I raise my vibration just by meditating and not thinking about it? I mean, I haven't been thinking about it for a while because I just feel like 
oh, um, I've always not chosen very well. And I, I mostly feel sad about it. I don't feel so um, hoping or looking or waiting. I just feel kind of sad about it. And I kind of give up. Yes. But the sadness is holding you to that vibration of it's not happening. I give up. This is hopeless. Because it is not. So you asked specifically how to raise your vibration. Yes, meditation is a classic example. But in this case, we suggest also a seeking out and following your own joy. Mm -hmm. The joy that does not require a partnership, whether it be celebration in the form of dance or some artistic or other endeavor, friendship with other women or men with whom you do not have romantic involvement. And the cultivation of the things that make you happy. Mm -hmm. You will not be of service to anyone if the moments they arrive in your vibration, you think, finally, this is the one. When you know that a beautiful being comes into your experience and you say to yourself, well, it would be nice if this worked out, but you know what? I also really like to do my whatever, fill in the blank, pottery. Mm -hmm. When it is not even an issue, the correct person will arrive for you because you do not want to enter into a relationship at this point when you are not already correct on your own. Mm -hmm. So treat yourself like that person that you would love. Take yourself out to dinner. Take yourself to get flowers or experience the nicer interactions that you would have. Okay. Um, I, speaking of fun things, um, I am an artist and I want, I just long to paint and create art and I try to, and then I have like excuses about why I can't do it. And I, I just want to know how I can break through that. It's something I love to do, but I'm like holding myself back and I don't know why. What are the excuses? Um, I'm going to be judged that I'm going to make a mess. Um, whatever I make isn't good enough. Um, people will think I'm a phony because I've been saying I'm an artist for so long and I do make a lot of art but even people love my art and they tell me that but I I can't take it in I still think I'm not good enough all the time we think that your art is a beautiful vehicle for showing you where you are ready to heal and if we were you we would take this opportunity to face each of those beliefs that arise one by one and dismantle them. For example, the belief that 
people will judge you can easily be dismantled by actually doing the thing and finding that actually no one cares. <laughs> okay. Because they do not. <laughs> or that you will make a mess. Well, that will come from some point in your childhood where you were associating having made a mess with no longer being loved. This often happens with parental figures who have been taught the same thing when they were children. Perhaps you were yelled at by someone you loved because you had made a mess. And now you repeat that scolding every time you want to unleash your full creativity because you have learned that it is not safe to do so. We would say to you, you are an adult, you have a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> it is easy to purchase soap. And we believe you have access to running water. Therefore, make your mess. Mm. Experiment. Make the biggest mess you can. And then feel those feelings that come up, that fear, that thought. And let them go. You don't need them anymore. You are not being protected from not being loved anymore. The universe loves you as you make your mess. Mm. And we would have you refer to your favorite artists and imagine their studios, what kind of a condition their floors and walls and ceilings were in. And if you can love them, then why can't you love yourself? Mm. There's nothing wrong with you. You have chosen to learn a valuable lesson before you are distracted by romantic partnership. Mm. And perhaps your strongest partnership to heal this, what you have called curse, is indeed with her making a conscious decision to heal whatever needs to be healed so that you are both joyful without partners will be the fastest way for those spectacular beings to come into your experience and enjoy you at the fullest. <laughs> the man or woman that you want to have in your life does not want a 20% version of you or a 40% version or a 96% version of you. The person that you want, wants the 100% version of you, which of course you are, but you don't feel that way yet. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. We really hope that you enjoyed it. If you'd like to book your own one-on-one -on -one session with Bagrian, please visit www.jpherman.com. We hope to see you again soon.